0: Hello everybody. Welcome to yet another very exciting episode of the Friends Talking Fantasy Podcast. My name is Charles and with me today is my lifelong friend and co-host Dylan. I'm ready to talk some fantasy with my friends, Charles. Yes, we say friends, plural, yet again, because today we have a very special guest on the episode. We have Beth Tabler from Before We Go Blog, as well as a site leader on Grimdark Magazine. Beth, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you for having me, gentlemen.
0: Our pleasure, Beth. Would you like to just take a quick moment to introduce yourself and tell us uh what you do over on Before We Go blog and on Grim Dark magazine and all that good stuff?
1: Sure, sure. Um I started out as a book reviewer a few years ago because I love books and I got kind of an obsession about books. And <laughs> I would like instead of annoying my family, I would like to annoy other people in the world. So I <laughs> do these do these reviews and then I got um, the site going and it was going really great and then Grimdark Magazine approached me and like hey would you like to write for us and I'm like absolutely and so I started doing that and it's kind of just spiral from there. And yeah that's
0: I, awesome that's awesome to hear you know Dylan and I have been like we recognize you as a presence right away when we first entered the Twitter book community and you were writing all these fantastic blogs, doing all these great interviews, collaborations, and then you were a very early supporter of us as well, which we always greatly appreciated and you you even you even
2: like let let dylan into the mix also do you want to speak to that a little bit dylan (laughs) oh yeah sure well first off i just want to say uh, thank you so much beth Mm -hmm. for your really early support of us at FTF. Mm -hmm. news uh uh, Charles and I get, were getting really excited we're like oh my god Beth Tabler is, uh... <laughs> oh <my> god. <laughs> I know it's sometimes hard to see it in yourself when you're you but when we're us we're able to see like oh my god Beth Tabler is, yeah. like, saying nice things about us so uh, that was awesome and then another big moment uh, for me was when you contacted me about joining before we yeah, go vlog. and, and
1: <laughs> yeah
2: I'm loving it I'm loving being part of the team and being involved in uh, our team's uh, part of the of Spiffbo Seven, so self-published fancy blog off. Or, mm, yeah, yes, and uh, yeah, it's just an honor, and the team that you've assembled is uh, so much fun. Uh, so many great There's people, on good
1: people on our yeah. team.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, like the, the reviews that come
0: out of you guys and even like the Twitter exchanges you guys have publicly as well are always so fun to watch. So Beth, I have to know what's it like working with uh working with Dylan to have another perspective. That's
1: terrible. <laughs> yeah, That's I know terrible. You, you, you
0: it's it's so good to have someone that shares this in common. With, <laughs> in like, we it's like this it's like the support group that we can have now. <laughs> Imagine being me. <laughs> you get a break yeah (laughs) you can you can join the group it'll be the three of
2: us (laughs) I have to Uh, do it myself all the time
1: (laughs) you're fantastic I'm so Uh, honored that you wanted to be part of the team that's so great uh,
2: thank you Beth I'm I'm getting around to actually holding up my end of of doing things now finally (laughs) Uh, I'm uh, I had that review a little while back and I'm working on more so I'm just really excited (laughs) for the opportunity I always feel bad Um, I always feel like I'm not doing up, but I love being part of the team and mm-hmm. I, your leadership is awesome. You're such a supportive, caring and strong leader for the team. And uh, yeah, I really admire how you, how you run things over there.
1: Yeah, my only, my only thing about reviewing is there's no stress because this is supposed to be fun. The second it stops being mm-hmm. fun, we need to change things because it's, I, I don't want to do something that's not fun. And I don't expect anybody else to want to do something that's not fun, so. That's well said. We share a similar mission. (laughs) No stress.
2: It's yeah. the well, yeah. Charles is nodding because he knew the only way to get me to do uh, the podcast <laughs> was he said, It was like, we should do like a mission statement. And he was like, well, number one is have fun. And I was like, okay, <laughs> now I'll do this. And yeah. Beth, you, yeah, you get that same energy and mission statement for before we go block, but it, it can't silence the inner critic that tells me <laughs> I, I, for some reason, don't think I'm doing enough when no external pressure is coming. Uh,
1: you you I, review recently got so many accolades like
2: it's a good review
1: yes oh my gosh somebody somebody told me I wish I don't want to write a review now because I would never be as good as as yours
2: <laughs> wow I praise Was that right? <laughs> <laughs> did I say that to you about my past reviews Because that sounds like I, you know <laughs> I think I peaked
0: no <laughs> thank you Pat yeah no Dylan's always very thoughtful and he like his commitment to like telling the whole picture and going through every perspective uh, serves him very well in those kind of environments and i'm glad he's got the outlet on your blog is such a great place to start because i've always like my Like, what I my quick like elevator pitch of like Beth Tabler and before we go blog was like, oh, if anything's happening, they probably know it and are involved in it and have written something about it. So it's like that, it's like it's serious when it's in their connection. So I'm always like, man, if we're plugged into that network, that's like a huge deal. And that's why, you know, when we were deciding that we wanted to like do a thing. Talking more about Spiffbo now that Dylan has joined your team, it's like, well, we have to have Beth on because she's going to be like the best source of information that we have access to, or that anyone has access to, yeah. of like what Spiffbo is because you've you've been in it and involved in it, you're an influencer in it. So it's like, man, we like, what's the point in us trying to explain it when when, when Beth is <laughs> is so generous with their time and knowledge, you know. <laughs>
1: It's cutthroat. I'm telling you, it's cutthroat. Oh, I can
2: imagine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's tough because I, I was talking about this on our last episode. Mm-hmm. A lot of what you have to do, I'm realizing, is uh, to get to just one book at the end of it, that means the yeah. other books have to be eliminated to some extent, mm-hmm. which is it feels this is like a weird part of the competition, or maybe it never stops being like this, where you're like, I joined Spiffbo to support self-published books and help them out. And I realize we I guess we are helping with writing reviews and giving that publicity, but sometimes you lose track when you're in this part where you're you're cutting books. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh it's something that luckily at least my experience with it all everyone's been really gracious and everyone's been really understanding like this is the process but I I know that's not necessarily always been everyone's experience of it and I'm super fledgling so I don't yeah
1: yeah, definitely not but I think generally it's it's super positive I I think about it like this maybe your book wasn't my cup of tea Mm
2: -hmm.
1: or there was a reason why we had to cut it but it's somebody's cup of tea and we put it out there and people are gonna see it going to find them you're gonna find those readers
0: exactly you no know,
1: it's 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 and we I I try to always call out the positives I might say okay I felt like the pace I had difficulties with the pacing however the characterizations were re- really amazing and start talking about that mm-hmm. because everything's got good everything's got something good
0: yeah I remember reading Dylan's review and he was like yeah it's got like Mermaids and hoverboards in the same story, and I'm like, there's a market out there that's gonna buy that oh, yeah. just on, on that line, you know. So it's like, no matter what happens, it's like you identified the group that you know the here's the things that is why you should read it, and if that interests you, you're in good shape. So I always, you know, appreciate that in in these Spitbo reviews. But before we get too into the weeds, let's go ahead and say the purpose of today is to actually talk about what is
1: okay. Spitbo,
0: the self-published published fantasy blog off. And Beth, I'm, I guess I'm going to turn this over to you in the hot seat here. What is like the quick elevator description, elevator pitch of what Spiffbo is?
1: Uh, Spiffbo was a competition started by Mark Lawrence. This is year seven Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to shine a spotlight on self-published fantasy and, you know, bring fantasy to the masses. Because the hardest part I shouldn't say hardest part, but that one of the hard parts is that um, an author has to wear all the hats when you're a self-published author. So you have to, you have to write it. Um, A lot of times they do their own editing, although that's changing, you know, sometimes they have to do their own cover and they have to do their own marketing. And so Spiffbo is a way to get the word out, you know, get talking about these absolutely incredible books.
0: Yeah, right and it's relatively new at seven years too, right? Like I've always just thought it was older than that, but I I see like this is a fast growing part of the fantasy community is the independent author, the self-published and as, you know, things like technology, e-readers, things like that, it's just become more and more accessible to write and self-publish your own book. And with that comes the need to like, give this sort of marketing support to these books and the like also the accolades to these books that they deserve and may not necessarily get without having a publisher
1: yep and and the market is changing rapidly like the the percentage of books bought that are self-published versus traditionally published it's it's going to be you know it's going to keep changing more and more as Mm. we become less um glued to brick and mortar stores Right, mm. yeah, that's exciting. Not that I don't love me a nice hard copy.
0: <laughs> me <laughs> too, me too. But yeah, I mean, giving more people the power to tell their own story, you know, that's not just an exciting thing. And th- like, this is a competition, right? It's a blog off, which means there is a winner, right? Mm-hmm. So how many books get at the first round are entered that we then end up with one winner?
1: So uh, he opens it up. I not. I actually, I don't know if it's 24 hours, like opens it up for 24 hours, or he opens it up till it's full. But he mm-hmm. says, okay, it's opening up and he puts the information on the website and then authors just start submitting like mad to get a slot. Mm-hmm. Right. 300, it cuts off, as far as I know. Right,
0: yeah, really right. it says like 250 plus, it says on the website. Yeah, so. it's
1: filled up in 20, 21 hours this year. Wow. Yeah, yeah. like... The authors are waiting, they've got their package of you know, um, cover and stuff ready to go, ready to push the right. submissions. Right?
0: So, for self published authors, this is one of those like bigger avenues in which, like, hey, like, this is a contest that for a self published individual, this is one of the as big as it gets in the community, would you say, like, in terms of like a, an accolade?
1: I don't, I don't know of anything bigger for self-published fantasy. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's how I feel too. too. That's I mean, how I've always forward, felt about it as well. Being like a Spiffbo winner to me, uh, I guess, biased because uh, being a part of it this year. But <laughs> even before I joined, it was always to me the biggest award that I could think of for a self-published yeah. fantasy mm-hmm. book to win, and and for an author who's doing self-published fantasy to win. Yeah. You,
1: know, you know that the books that win are are good yeah, yeah. i and that are better finalists too
2: that's like a huge deal to be a finalist yeah like mm-hmm. we had uh leave we've had levi on a couple times to- levi jacobs oh, cool. on a couple yeah. of times uh awesome mm-hmm. dude and he's a great author and you just yeah he's Spiffbo finalist and you know you're gonna like be- that's an accolade in its own just yeah because there's there's with
0: those 250 300 books there's like 10 finalists so that in its own right is a huge accomplishment so
1: mm-hmm. we just, and just uh, getting to that level
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know you, you you've entered the the community people know about your book
0: right and that's the real like takeaway from like winning or being a finalist there's no like prize there's no award you, you don't like get published or
2: anything like that right well there's a uh Selfie stick award, oh. but uh, <laughs> on that, Mark Lawrence has a great and uh, sort of what is FIFBO type uh, thing where he delineates the rules and stuff of the competition and. Yeah, he says, but uh, the winner will receive the prestigious Selfie Stick Award, but the true prize is the publicity of being the winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and says, plus the bonus of being reviewed on the blogs of 10 highly respected fantasy bloggers, uh, as such as you, go, Beth. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm very excited. We got chosen this year. It's, it was very cool.
0: That's right. So the team, is the, these judges are 10 book blogs. And Before We Go Blog is one of them, Beth Taylor spearheading that, And that is exciting. And how did you, how long have you been involved with Bell? How long have you been a blogger? And how did you get involved? Like, how'd you get in that? Um,
1: So uh, 2005, the the fifth contest, Mm -hmm. uh, some, I don't even remember, somehow it came up that a team was looking for people and it was Team Quillery for the Quillery. You guys are familiar, really great site. Mm. Uh, and so I'm like, Hey, can I join? I, you know, I'm, I really love to be a part of this and they let me be a part of this. And I went through that process as a team member. Mm. Uh, and then last year I, you know, I threw my hat in the ring. I wanted to run, um, a team, but it's, it's a, it's a very coveted position. Yeah. you know, We want to have that going on. And then this year I'm like, try again. And we got selected. So
0: yeah. So you have to submit the blog to get selected?
1: You have to. I don't think there's a formal submitting process, but like you have to talk about it with Mark. You have to talk mm-hmm. about other members that are staying, like other blogs that are staying um as reviewers. You so know, you
0: reached out to Mark directly. It was like, hey, I have this blog.
1: Actually, it was through me here. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um because he he he's a, he's a good friend and he mm-hmm. knows about my site and stuff. And I think I think they go and they like look at your social presence if you're an active member of the community because right. it would really suck if somebody wasn't like said, oh I'm going to do this I'm going to do this and then not and then oh, yeah. disappear like that would because be it's
0: become so popular a blog would want to do it just to say they're doing it and then, and then not like deliver like- as much as a more enthusiastic blog would do yeah it's like that's yeah there's only 10 spots and no one like is like you know, people are volunteering their time to be judges on this and review and things like that. So it all comes down to just the passion of the blogger and of the community to make this contest work.
1: Yeah, hmm. and, and then and, and then I'm like, okay, oh my gosh, we got selected. I got to put together a team. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. It's, so it's a crazy amount of work.
0: I, I can only imagine so oh, yeah. for for your team specifically this year Spiffbo 7, including including you and Dylan, how many people are on the before we go blog team?
1: Nine, I think. Nine. And then five.
0: how many books do you guys get to review at the first round, the biggest 30. you know, sort of around?
1: 30.
2: 30.
1: Yeah. Um, so there
2: can only be one. So <laughs> that can
1: emerge. Yeah, so, so so we'll do 30. And then the way that I've got it structured is um, we'll do 30 and then we'll each I hate to call it a slush pile, but it kind of is mm-hmm. you, you go through, you read a percentage of the book and or finish the book whatever you want to do. Yeah mm-hmm. um, I finished I finished one so far. I thought was really fun. Um, mm-hmm. You pick your your next round pick. and then so that drops it down to 10 or mm-hmm. nine as it were. And then we're gonna do this again a bit more in depth Mm -hmm. and then we'll drop to three and then we'll pick our finalist from that three and then and then the next step is that every blog has their finalist and now we have to review the 10 books
0: got it
1: it's it's a year-long process so we have time to do it Mm -hmm. but it's you know some people read slower some people read faster
0: got it so yeah so the community of judges is selected from the book community who volunteer their time to agree to read and judge these books. There's ten of them. They each get ten books, and then they end up narrowing it down to one. And each blog submits one book to be a finalist.
1: This is their champion of a sort.
0: Thirty books. Yeah, they each get thirty books, but they narrow it down to one, yeah. which is then yeah. submitted as a finalist. And then everyone reads those ten yeah. to choose a winner. Yeah. Wow. Think- yeah.
1: And you've got your champion, and your yeah. You but you know, there's a lot of great, great books this year. Crazy amount of great books mm-hmm. this year, and our and you know our group alone alone we have a lot of excellent books.
0: Yeah, I was yes. gonna say you started at Spiffbo five. Have you noticed any trends from five to seven?
1: Um, the books in five are really good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I the only thing that I notice is that there tends to be there's trending towards um higher quality covers. Mm. Oh, and yeah, you know, people spending the money um, on to, to hire artists themselves and really put a gorgeous cover because mm. even even in an electronic medium, a cover matters, makes you think, oh, yeah. and it has That's to perfect. look good, it has to look good and as a thumbnail, which is really important because yeah. you know when you're when you're paging through something to read that thumbnail has to get your your excitement and then you have to click on it so that's the first hurdle yeah Um, you know but the the books are just as good it's a lot of there I shouldn't say a lot there is some repeat authors ones Mm -hmm. that have won the contest before Mm -hmm. um yeah we'll just give them a fair shake for their new series and Mm -hmm. and see how it stacks up and yeah but it sounds like, you know,
0: the first 21 hours, those all those 300 spots were filled. Have you noticed like a growth in the contest itself? Like people talking? About yeah, it, I think
1: it's, it's bigger. bigger. I, could, yeah. I, I think that, you know, I don't know what the how long it took the contest to fill originally, but I believe that it's shrinking.
0: Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, no, I think it,
2: it is. Yeah, uh, I feel like
0: it's like a goal as an independent, as a new author, like, to try and get something in spiffbell you know if you're going to independently publish your book it's like one of the best things you could do it would seem oh yeah <laughs> that's mm-hmm. awesome so you you guys right now are in the process of turning your 30 books into one right yeah
1: yeah
0: and then so how has that process been going? I guess both uh, Beth and and you guys can weigh in on this. Sure. And it's like, what does that look like? For like, is it different from each blog? Like, have you set your team up in a specific way that uh, like, it's like, okay, you read three books, you read three books. And it's like, as it, and then we, we like, we vote. Like, what's the, how do you go from 30 to one? It seems like a lot of pressure.
1: So uh, our team, because it's bigger. There's, I think, less pressure, which is the reason why mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wanted to get more people on the team. Um, some teams are two people,
2: mm-hmm. and they
1: have to go through the books. I don't know how. There's one. We have two. Jeez. People, yeah. one Person. I. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. More power to them. Power to them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just that I bow down before them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they pick their they pick their next. Step. I'm calling it because semifinal is semi-finalist is a little because it's like a four-tier process so okay. we're, we're ramping up to the next step. We have one book that we have chosen that um, is is going to be one of our next ones we judge and then in about 15 minutes from now I'm releasing the next book. Oh, yeah, hey, oh,
0: um, exciting yeah so yeah by the time you listen to this
2: yeah yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: and then um once we get through the original staff we can start doing a more in-depth um look at some of these books Mm, that makes sense
0: and Dylan as a first time like judge contributor to to Spiffbo what's your process been like in terms of like reviewing like your your first review you dropped a few weeks ago like how has the experience been as someone new to the spiff team
2: yeah i mean the reading uh, first of all being on the before you go blog team is awesome and just being <laughs> a part of like we have this fun group chat and all stuff everyone's so nice so that that's been awesome the reading of the books has been really cool and i've been extremely impressed i mean uh, charles i've been talking a lot we're trying to get more into reading more indie authors, reading more self-published books. Mm -hmm. We talk a lot about how we, like, our background here, just two guys who used to go to bestfantasybooks.com to figure out what next to read. And while that is a great site, (laughs) it was not, yeah, it's not exactly the self-published beacon of the community uh, going to that site. So we we weren't picking up as many self-published books as we Mm -hmm. now do and as we continue on to. And I've been... I, I'm very, very impressed. And I feel like I got a good, I got three books from Beth to read for my section of pushing one through. I know which one I, I definitely want to put through. So does Beth. Um, uh, but I've been very impressed by uh, all three of them really. And it's, yeah, it's tough because of that part of like, oh, yeah, like I have to, these are all good Mm -hmm. and that makes it that makes it fun to read but hard to feel like you you want to put them all through and and you want to support in the author so it's it's that's what the
0: before we go blog has done right yeah you do publish a review on every single book that you read so even if one is not selected as your champion it's still highlighted and and featured on the blog itself yeah you you discuss all of them
1: yeah oh yeah we also do buy links so like if you you see the book, you can click on the link and be sent over to, it's usually Amazon, and buy that book to support that author if you want to. We're trying, I'm trying to make the connection easier for people so that they can just, you know, uh, that sounds like a dope book. I want to, I want to read that and support the author. And we, uh, you know, looking at the, the Facebook group, there's a, um, uh, space or there is a uh, Facebook group that's dedicated to this and the authors talk about that like it's like it was a really big bummer to get cut but you know and other people like well I just discovered your book and I just bought it and it sounds really cool and
2: yeah yeah I
1: mean, it's, yeah
0: yeah it's a bummer to get cut for sure but you do get featured and you know, I know in Dylan's review, he made an effort to like make that connection of like, this is all the reasons to read this book and check it out. It's not, because there can only be 10 finals and 300. And it it seems like there's just so many great books. And I feel like there's a lot of people, like we recently went to Twitter to try and get like indie book Mm -hmm. recommendations, and we got more engagement on that post than any other post we've ever done. So I think there's just a lot of people out there that, do like the idea of reading more independently published works and finding that discovery and spiffbo having these 10 blogs write reviews on on all of these books it's a great way for someone to like do their own shopping so to speak and and find the book that's for them it it seems like the a centralized place to consider independently published books which may not have been a resource for people seven years ago you know right Yeah.
2: yeah And that's that's been my experience, too, is, uh, Beth, you were getting at this earlier, it ends up coming down to uh, what are you into, what are your subjective tastes, and then trying to find a way to say, hey, like, I might be cutting this one because uh, the things that really made it shine were things that don't align with my tastes as well as they might align with other folks' tastes. Here are those things, and here's why you might love them. And then here's kind of what I would have been looking for more of for me personally, and uh, just do your best to. That, mm-hmm. That's why I try to do with that review and then I can see already you can't get your own subjective tastes as a reader out of the reviewing process. It's Mm. just any efforts to do it in my mind become just almost this veil of quote unquote objectivity Mm -hmm. that are just you expressing your own tastes anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but pretending they're objective. And I, I would never try to do that. So for me, it's like the one that's likely to come through is the stuff that's fits with my tastes which are being like really character focused psychological and mm-hmm. uh, like interesting relationships and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's it's Books just that, kinda, that that are still really good for other
0: reasons like yeah engaging world building like vast exactly. cultures history
2: yeah things like that
1: hugely yeah. <laughs> atmospheric
2: yeah yes and yes. And then there's other people who that's the number one thing that they're looking for. So how do you find a way to highlight that's a really popular that. reason to read fantasy over oh, other yeah. genre is you can get
0: crazy into the mythology of a new world. right? right. So it's like you want to make sure that people that like prefer that even when they read your review can find stuff that's right. different.
2: You know? Those more into the anthropological or sociological yeah. Yeah. or, or po- I do like some political, but yeah, like those kind of things over the psychological. I want to be able to say, hey, this one's for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's so, re- it's really just luck who you get right off the yeah. bat.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Honestly. And I when I when I was passing out the books, I did it randomly because mm-hmm. I didn't know of any other good way of handling it. Mm-hmm. So I just made a, a graph and I just, you know, you go here, you go here, and just did it randomly. And those are the books. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's pretty fair because we all like different things.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, any more trying to be giving the right books to the right people is just extra work without any benefit, probably. I don't want everyone to just love all the books and be fighting for a <laughs> the number one
0: spot, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the book has to stand on its own in the end, though, too. It's got to stand on its own. It's got to resonate with all sorts of different readers. So if you've got a book that's like, hey, this is really great, but I didn't enjoy it because I'm not the right reader for this. Mm. Okay, totally true. But it's going to pass through a lot of reviewers and it's got to be able to be recognized as like, this is something really great, you, you know, by all sorts of different people
2: right and that's how you know that the book that ends up being the winner is one that so many people of so many various tastes were saying amazing things about mm-hmm. that it's going to have that mass appeal and be something that has a very high likelihood of any reader picking it up really really enjoy.
1: trying to think of the the winners um one of the ones that i read that i that i really really liked was orconomics
2: Oh yeah. yeah. So I haven't read that one yet, but like satirical, funny, Charles and I are in the New York city metropolitan region. So mm-hmm. we're, it's got some wall street, uh, kind of satire to it or things like that.
1: It's yeah, it's, it's, Hilarious, it is hilarious, but it's got heart and it was just mm. entertaining as hell.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs>
0: great, I don't know. yeah, yeah. And we were we've been talking about rushing a uh, sort of Kaigen onto our yes. immediate TBR as well. And I'm pretty mm. excited about that one. Was that from Spitbo
2: 5, Beth?
1: That is 2018. I don't know,
2: oh, that might be four. four. I don't remember. four.
1: Um, so like I've read The Thief Who Pulled On Troubles Braids by uh, Mike McClung fantastic
2: i mean mm-hmm.
1: it's a little it's short but it packs a huge punch and then the gray bastards mm-hmm. the Grey bastards is it, it, the third book for the gray bastard series is actually coming out next month too which is mm-hmm. and it's it's been traditionally published now it's so yeah <laughs> it's, it's, but it's grimdark
0: yeah oh Mm-hmm. Charles and love. Yeah, <laughs> Charles and I love some great and... it, art.
1: It it <laughs> is, is. And then where loyalties lie, I haven't read orconomics sort of Kagan, and the Lost War. I haven't read the last two. Sort um, but... sort of Kagan is a chunker,
2: mm. and
1: I, I I just haven't had the the time to really devote too much to it yeah,
0: yeah understandable yeah, there, yeah. yeah you know
2: you need the emotional
0: i mean you're trying uh, to read 30 books for the <laughs> blog you know like that would take us
2: i would take us like a year to do so oh yeah <laughs> no we're amazed by how much you're <laughs> how much you're getting done over there mm-hmm. Ben.
1: I and I'm um I've had a really rough year. Like 20, 2020 and twenty twenty one have sucked. Yeah. Yeah. For, for for well for me, but like in general, they have just sucked. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been um reading that much. I think I'm only I'm at sixty-five books for the year. Sixty
2: six. You're so not reading that much. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> you walk around. You talk to some people. But like it's been a year of just not reading a lot. Only fifty five. I guarantee people will look at you <laughs> uh, with some, heard... like wide eyes. <laughs> yeah, you're doing an amazing job. You read a lot. You've read a lot more than, yeah, than Charles I mean, might I mean, have. That's why
0: you're
1: a for sure. A couple years ago, I guess I was on a, I was doing pretty well. I think I hit two hundred and forty-seven. For the year oh
2: my Wow, god that's yeah that's but that, that is
1: not happening that is <laughs> that is, 2020 and 2021 have broke me oh. <laughs> broke my ability like it's like youtube videos i can do youtube videos right now mm, you know yeah. if you gotta be able to put your brain in yeah, Podcasts. every
2: once in a while. Podcasts, Podcasts are a great exciting. form of entertainment, Beth. Uh, <laughs> you can
1: pop up on my Spotify every time you release something. Oh, i listen man. to while I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, thanks, beth. Awesome. <laughs>
2: I feel good about self promoting until uh, then people say nice things. I'm like, oh, God. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's no, thank
0: awesome. you, beth We appreciate it. And it's like, the, and that's interesting about the the timing of everything because Spiffbo seems like it's like talk me through like the timing. It seems like it's always going, right? How far are we into Spiffbo seven? How long until like a finalist is announced? And then when does Spiffbo mm-hmm. eight start? If anyone uh, knows that answer. I don't. <laughs> it's
1: May? I think it's May. Mm-hmm. I, when- yeah, there's a month. Month, there's like one month where um there's just prep. Mm -hmm. behind the scenes and nothing's going on and then and then it starts up again so I I think I think it's May May I'm I'm not really um May of 20 uh 2022 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not really I'm not really up on that particular part that's more like um but
0: basically the timing of it works is like there's several more months to go before spifo 7 is done and there's like a month of downtime before eight
2: well, there's, up, a, right? there's the two phases, right, Beth, the uh, the first one, which is at five months, and the second one, which is six months. So mm-hmm. the whole thing is 11 months and then mm-hmm. that month of prepping for the next one. And I remember Beth was assembling our team while the Spiffbo 6 was still going on when Beth was reaching yeah. out to be like, who wants to join for Spiffbo 7? I was like, Spiffbo 7. <laughs> it's like, wait, which Spiffbo <laughs> are we on over here? <laughs>
1: Yeah, because I found out that um, we got selected and I had to put everything together, which means that I, you know, I hired a web developer to mm. do the site for, I really wanted to make it. It
2: looks work. great by the way. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Thank yeah. you. Um, okay. I wanted it to be really accessible and have the links um, so we can see where we are. And so I had to do that. And then I had to find the team members and we had to get everybody up, up to speed. And then there, when you're passing out the books, Um, you have to we have to go through the books to see if they meet all the criteria and we have to make sure that um, there's no overlaps and we have to make sure there's no conflict of interest like you are friends with somebody who is admitting that's (laughs) a conflict of interest yeah that would be a conflict of interest
2: I made sure to throw that one out there when you were asked I was like yeah I I think I was saying Levi's Uh, Too awesome for me to be able to (laughs) review. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
0: something like that. And that's interesting. Are there any like hard written guidelines or just the ones that you created for yourself in terms of like how you judge these books?
1: Um, There is no hard written guidelines Mm -hmm. as far as I know. You know, they have to meet the criteria, of course, um, set out by Mark. Um, But no, I like it. Did I feel your story? Did yeah. I was I yeah. was I like, enthralled by it? Mm. Did the did was there a lot of I'm um, I'm sorry if there's a lot of punctuation errors that throws me as a reader out of the story? Mm-hmm. You know, is that something that that, that is present? You know, uh, is it very jarring? Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I'm looking for. And I can tell like, you know, this is something I think that'll go really far. or This is something that maybe will not appeal doesn't have yeah. quite the right to look, that works.
0: Yeah. 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 So it sounds like, as a blog group, as one of the ten judge groups in this competition, you have a lot of uh, creative freedom in which how you judge and and select these books. That's good to hear.
1: Yeah, and uh, all I've all I've said, everybody's got their own voice on our team. Very yeah. specifically, they have their own voice. So I Ooh. don't want to do anything that changes or tries to meld. Our voices together into one generic type of review. Everybody's got their own style, and I want very much for people to write. Like, for instance, um, Ganesh, GM, um, hilarious dude. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> just,
1: just fantastic. And he writes uh, really funny reviews. Right. And that's, that's his wheelhouse. <laughs> like, he likes humor. That's his wheelhouse. Yeah. And give it plug his book, Ducket and Dyer Dicks for Hire. So fun.
0: That's a hilarious title. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and i'm just looking at mark lawrence's rules to enter Spiffo, and they're really high level stuff like has to be first book in a series can't be re-entered one book per author no short stories no anthologies no there's nothing really restrictive about what it takes to and it has to be actually self-published before you submit it like things like that nothing like nothing too strict it seems like the whole point of it is to be as open as possible, it seems, and then to bring it in and then just have the judges select a book that you know hits them on multiple levels. It, it, it's
1: so it, subjective. It, like yeah. you, you can't say, is this book funny? Because what's funny? What's it's funny to right. you is not necessarily funny to me. Yeah. Or yeah. You know, this book has to have politics in it. Well, no, it doesn't.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he set out the guidelines, and then we as reviewers have the freedom to make choices. Got make it. informed choices.
0: Got it. So one of my last questions that I have is as someone who's not in like a, a blog team, not a judge, things like that, what what is the best way someone interested in following spiffbo and like that wants to maybe pick up some of these books? How does someone who not in the book community, but starting to get interested, like how do they follow spiffbo how do they check out some of these reviews how do they discover some of these books because that's a big part of it right
1: okay so there's multiple ways mm. uh, if you guys are on facebook you there is a spiffbo facebook group that is for authors and reviewers Ooh. so whenever we release a review we post it there as well mm. and then you know so if you're a reader you can just click to the different reviews and they have a lot of really great discussions between the authors and tips and you can see a lot of the different authors you can get familiarized yourself with so
0: as just someone who's interested in the community if they can drop a message in there and potentially talk to some of these authors
1: yes that's awesome if you're not on facebook which yeah, some of us wish we weren't. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> I have some family
0: members that I wish weren't. But
1: <laughs> Goodreads. Goodreads is another good um, uh, place to go because if you guys, do you guys use Goodreads?
2: Uh, We have an account and we do use it. Like we look, we use it as a reference all the time. Yeah. We don't contribute to it. We're, we're working on that. Uh, We have our (laughs) FTF podcast account and we're, we aspire to do more reviewing on, on there for sure. But it is a great, it's a great site. Yeah.
1: There's a, so there's a section on Goodreads for lists. So when you're, when you're at the top and it's kind of difficult to find, but if you, one of the um, scroll down menus, it says like listopia or, or, I don't know, list something. You click on it and then type in Spiffo. And all of the people have put together lists of every person who has entered or who has won or military science fiction. And it happens to be in SPIFO, or mm-hmm. that's another really great reference because it'll give you everything in aggregate. And so you can start looking at mm-hmm. the covers and you can start and you can see the ratings, although. Ratings is an entire entirely different conversation on Goodreads, but you can start seeing like you could click on it and then go to the review section, and a lot of um, reviewers, myself included, post our reviews there. So you can see there are reviews there too, and like this is this something I'd be interested in? Yeah. Go from yeah. there.
0: No, that's cool. Yeah, I, I, we were just. I'm perusing Goodreads right now and I, and I see Spiffbo 7, 2021. There's multiple parts already. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's really cool.
2: Yeah. You can also follow Beth Tabler at Beth Tabler <laughs> to get our reviews oh, uh, nice. uh, on Twitter. At that is.
1: I'm so creative at Beth Tabler. <laughs> hey, you're you're talking, talking to friends talking fantasy.
2: fantasy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we <laughs> and sometimes uh descriptive but not creative is the best way to go and i think that uh a twitter handle at beth tabler is a great place to find beth tabler so yeah,
1: yeah. I twitter like in 2006 or something wow it was just or 2008 and it's like beth tabler i'll just go with beth tabler i'm not very creative at this point
2: oh and, yeah and
1: then i i just started using it and now i'm at beth tabler
2: Yeah, I'm at Dylan R. Marsh on my personal, so I probably would have taken Dylan Marsh if if it was still available. So yeah, no, uh, definitely no shame about just going with the the full name, right? Exactly. And and yeah, it's also there's that hashtag Spiffbo and hashtag Spiffbo7 that you can take a look at on Twitter. That's kind of where I do most. And also on Mark
0: Lawrence's blog, there's like the main contest page. It lists all the judges, including before we go blog with Mm -hmm. links to them. So you could follow all these blogs directly and then get their articles as they come in. That's a great, seems like a great resource to do. That's kind of what I do. I'm on Twitter. So I follow all these blog people. And then I just get the reviews as they come up and get to like sometimes a lot of the authors are on twitter as well and they're ready to talk about their books all the time so yeah. that for me is a great resource but it sounds like you know there's lots of opportunities and we'll put some of these links in the description we'll obviously link to before we go blog and yes. then to mark lawrence's page so that you'll have like a starting point if, if you started here with us, you can you can click to some of those pages and uh and learn more about about Spiffbo and some of these great books that are coming out. Like Dylan's been talking about some of them I mean, like I've gotten to see some of the covers and get some of his early thoughts. And it sounds really exciting and we're gonna talk about some of them on the show, I'm sure. And you know, we've got so many wrecks every like indie books are on the brain right now for everybody. Yeah. So it's it's,
1: it's gonna be it's gonna be a bloodbath. I I think
2: our
1: group <laughs> somebody actually called what did they call us? The
2: group of death or something like that. Blood. They
1: called us the group <laughs> <Yeah. of death>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Hi>. <laughs> I think
1: yeah. we well, have
0: to
2: cut 29 people at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> well we have so many great books in the group yeah. is I, I believe that's what they're getting at not I, that I not the person <laughs> the personalities in there I like to think we're all really nice but yeah we've got so many incredible books to choose from that people have uh, referred to us as the group of death this <laughs>
1: is like mowing over authors as we go with our little oh author. no
2: yeah. <laughs> just why we got into this yeah. got well, all the mold. more
0: reason to but, check out the blog and check out all these reviews because you know we're, we're you're here to crush hopes
2: dreams you're here to spotlight off.
1: like instead of stars we have hatchets yeah <laughs> this is a hatchet book uh,
2: yes how many deaths caused by how many you just hatchets? have the side that you're walking through oh yeah sighing and just like this
1: ah, yeah just take that for halloween that'd be great
2: yeah <laughs> it's a four scythe book oh there you go that's yeah, pretty good not yeah. quite five sides but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. four and a half four and a half okay <laughs> it's hard to get five sides
0: <laughs> yeah you don't just get five sides <laughs> Man, this has been such a pleasure having you on chatting books before we wrap things up i just want to make sure like is there anything else you want to say about spiffbo or before we go blog before we before we um tell people to go follow you again and all that stuff
1: <laughs> do you guys know about the science fiction version
2: i was uh, just hearing about that yeah tell us more about it
1: Okay, so there's a science fiction version. It's 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 run by Hugh Howie. If you guys, you know, he wrote Wool and stuff, um, and it's very similar. It's the same sort of idea as Spiffo, but it has different rules. It's run a little bit differently, and it's the same thing. It takes science fiction, self-published novels, teams. You know, you go through, and we're gonna pick our champion and stuff.
0: And is that a relatively new competition or has it been around for a while? First year. First yeah, year. just started. on the ground floor. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting.
1: Kinks. Kinks in it and stuff, but yeah.
0: Yeah, it'll work yeah. It out. And, and, and that's good to see that.
2: How do we say spiffs? It's Self-Published Science Fiction I think, Competition. Oh,
1: is think that it? I, You know what? I think he refers to it as space-sick but it, it, to ah. me, it's baseball it's baseball space I, it's sounds my, great it's in my head it's Spacebow. I don't know how to.
2: <laughs> it's so it's yeah because it's S-P-S- <laughs> SPSFC self-published science fiction competition it's huh? you said space fic like space fiction
1: this this yeah I don't I it, I like so- uh, I like spaceboat. Yeah, it I like, like spaceboat fo- too. We'll see once it's turned over
0: the community, what huh? people start <laughs> yeah. with it. That's how these things work sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that science fiction—that's really cool. Have to get our our science fiction friends more involved in that. that yeah, be fun.
1: Yeah, science science fiction is awesome. I, I I love fantasy, but I really like science fiction. Ooh. Science fiction was my first am-
0: love for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm I am old. I've read so much old school science fiction, you hmm. know, um, Heinlein, uh, Day of the Triffids, the wow. Uh...
2: It's over um, my head, yeah, Beth. I, I haven't gotten, gotten so into science favorite. fiction. So, <laughs> yeah, every time I'm like, oh, yeah, nod and smile, though, nod and smile. Right?
1: <laughs>
0: We're
2: getting more and more into it. There's some great modern stuff. Oh know? yeah. Like,
0: oh,
1: gorgeous, awesome.
2: oh yeah. Martha Wells writing
1: Oh Murderbot. Oh Murder yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> <good. laughs> yeah. Oh, Becky Chambers writing great stuff. You you uh, read those Beth? I
1: just read I yeah, I have. I just read one of her books. Um it's a novella that oh, read last year bunch of awards i'm you know i'm really bad with the book names because i can tell you all about what was inside the book but i can't remember the book name
2: you're moving uh, fast <laughs> yeah when you uh, when some years you're reading 250 plus books it's hard to remember all the titles. i'm sure
1: <laughs> yeah it, the, the book that i read by by her was about um a group of um astronauts who are seeking to find a planet that is habitable for humanity Mm. because humans have destroyed the planet or destroyed earth and it's all of all of the parts of trying to do something like that.
2: Yeah, I'm sure it's good. Her, uh, the Long Way to a Small Angry Planet has such great found family vibes, and I absolutely adore that one. I think Fiction fans did an episode on that recently. Oh, too, nice. so. Yeah, you've been talking about that one for a while. Yeah,
1: guys nice, like Andy Weir,
2: Charles. You've read Andy Weir, right? You've uh, read the isn't? I mean, is it not The Martian? I'm going to embarrass myself here.
0: Oh, The Martian! Yeah, right. I like The Martian. That Dylan would like The Martian quite a bit.
1: It's fun. Uh, I've seen Martians the movie. Martians it, the book
0: is more interesting because it's like journal entries instead of like a narrative. So mm. you're getting the story through journal entries and the voice of this guy is, is really funny. I'd say the humor is in the same vein of, of like our tastes, which is why I think it would be a good recommendation it's for you.
1: A geek, geeky sort of edge to it.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm.
1: So I, I interviewed Andy Weir. Um, oh, a wow. A few months ago.
2: and
1: and he's awesome he's a very very nice nice dude I I don't I I bring it up because he released a book recently that is Mm -hmm. science fiction that I love so much I can't remember the name of it I can't remember the name of it (laughs) Uh, I bet I could I
2: actually had someone uh in my in my psychology PhD program that I I had someone reach out to me to ask if I read it I uh, the discrepancy for me between the amount of fantasy I've read and the amount of science fiction I've read I think is is kind of rare but I'll see if I can oh did I you find it, it, there's one Project Hail Mary that's
1: Project Hail Mary. Uh,
0: is available for pre-order so I see that
1: oh it's 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 Hail isn't Mary. It out isn't out? It, it's out no it should be out
2: mm, okay, maybe I mean, I that up, it's the one before that then well, let me see if I can find
0: but yeah, Andy weird like that, that, that was a really interesting because sometimes I, when a book is described as funny for me, I get a little nervous, <laughs> but that one is genuinely like a really fun b- book and funny and yeah, great voice in that one. No surprise that it was a movie with Matt Damon and all that. It was a good movie too, but the book has a unique style to it that they did a good job adapting, but you, it's still worth checking out the book because it's so different just in terms of its narrative and things like
1: that. They're, they're going to make Project Hail Mary a movie. I oh. I can't remember if he if he alluded to that or I found that when I was doing research for the interview. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's totally going to be made into a movie. And it has know. that that geeky um humor.
0: To and it. that interview is on uh, this this is on uh, before we go blonde. <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> all Where the more. The, so that. there's something for uh fantasy and science fiction fans that's, as well yeah <laughs> uh, there's something for everybody on the before we go blonde
1: <laughs> you know that just to uh, talk about his work for just a second um the the, the egg one of
2: you his- mm, i've read that that's story. so sh- it's very short but-
1: it's really short i think yeah. it's like five pages but it got turned into a youtube video which oh. in turn i i don't know how many people have seen it but 100 million I, it's got to be over 100 wow million that's
2: awesome we and, had think, yeah.
1: and people are like yeah this is the, you know this is my religion now <laughs>
2: i know someone who would say that basically <laughs> yeah, yeah that's why i end up reading it <laughs>
1: No, man, I, I wrote it, I wrote it in a half an hour. I just, <laughs> this was something fun. Don't no tell Ron Hubbard me. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to make it my religion per se, yeah. but I'll say that it's extremely thoughtful and it's... Yeah, I don't want to spoil a five-page thing that people could just go read very quickly, but it's really good. It's um, really good, it's great. I want to see this YouTube video now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: I actually, I'll tell you who um, it's, I'll tell you who did it since I have my iPad right here. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> access to information.
0: And it was a beautiful
1: thing. Yes, let's see. Mm-hmm. Uh, the egg.
0: We are pulling it up now. Beth is on the case. Kirkusat?
1: Kirkusat? Okay. 22 million views. Sorry, not 100 million. 22 million.
2: No small feat, though. Yeah, seven minutes, 55 seconds could change your life. Mm-hmm. Could be yes. your new religion, potentially. Yeah. It's, uh... yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well,
0: that's high praise indeed. And we'll have to check that out. But mm-hmm. uh, Beth, thank you so much for your expertise and for coming in and sharing us your your time it's like you've you've done so much for the community over the past couple of years judging on spiffbo reading all these books fantasy science fiction we see you on podcasts all the time uh promoting you know independent works and you're doing interviews all the time and it, it, it's so great to see someone in the community just selflessly yeah. putting all these people out there and uh, we have used before we go blog as a resource for a while now and we just did to oh, talk to you really now is really great yeah that's
1: great that makes me so happy <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work it's really good
0: uh, we I, can tell i can only imagine like see, i can't like, believe amount, how much yeah. work we do and then we see what you do and <laughs> we're like, like she's like a saint
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes,
1: again, dylan we're about to hit a thousand articles um, oh my nice. god I'm a
2: very, very, very small percentage of that. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I think that is such a testament to your work, Beth. And I it's such an honor. I mean, an honor to be part of the team now and an absolute honor to have you on FTF as well. Mm-hmm. I, like mm-hmm. you take the time to come out here. It's so, so cool, Beth. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah.
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode about Spiffbo. We're going to be, you know, talking about some of the books that are going to come up in Spiffbo 7 this year. We're going to be following uh, the Before We Go blog very closely this year. So if you like what you heard today, if this sounds interesting to you, check out some of the resources that we're going to put in the description. Hopefully you find a a good indie book that resonates with you and give it a shot. And, uh, yeah, we'll look out for more content this month on all kinds of independently published books and works and reviews and discussions and recommendations and all so that So much stuff. coming yeah <laughs> so much coming down the line and yeah beth thank you so much I- i'm working on this title field like the patron saint of fantasy bloggers <laughs> 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 i don't think you can put that in your own bio but we will we- we- we'll put we'll, d- we'll- talk to you we'll talk about you like that okay no, we <laughs> the can patron do that. of fantasy bloggers
1: <laughs> that's so funny.
0: that's the title i'm working on right now that's the workshop you're, you're seeing the gears turning live on air <laughs>
1: Have you, has he showed you our mascot
2: oh the elmo oh yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah for hashtag team beth with fire emoji is like <laughs>
1: that's why yeah it's maybe like, you're
2: I the patron demon then <laughs> and we wonder why people call us the group of death Beth. <laughs>
1: I guess that's a good point.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: We're really nice, guys. We're really nice. <laughs>
2: she said, with an Elmo GIF with everything on fire. Yeah. yeah.
1: Five sides.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Guys, check out Beth Tabler's on Twitter. Check out Before We Go Blog. Thank you all so much for listening. Anything else before we wrap it up? All right, Thank guys. You we- yeah, it's uh, our pleasure, Beth. Our pleasure, absolute pleasure.
1: Very Thank cool. you so much. My daughter's
2: gonna think I'm I'm so cool. It's great. Oh <laughs> wow, go. yeah. I knew that our nerdy little podcast could help people feel cool. I, I <laughs> I'm absolute yeah. This is so cool, I, Beth. I, I we feel really cool having you on. So yeah. I guess it's the, the feeling is mutual there.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, well, again, thank you so much, Beth, for coming on. Thank you, the listeners so much for listening all the way to the end. We greatly appreciate your support. Yes.
1: Thank, thank you. you for
0: listening. And um, yeah, as always, guys, go forth and conquer, friends.